You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Live Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Rising early to pray is the title of this devotion. If you would look these words up, you could see them all throughout the Old Testament. Rising early to pray. And the prophets of all, all rose early, but not just the prophets. Look what it says here in Mark chapter 1, verse 35. Now, in the morning, having risen a long while before daylight, he went out and departed to a solitary place, and there he prayed. And Simon and those who were with him searched for him, and they found him, and they said to him, Everyone is looking for you. You see, just because everybody's making a demand on your life doesn't mean you can't make time to pray. If we make time for many things, we ought to make time to pray. Suzanne Wesley was the wife of John Wesley. I believe she had 12 children, but spent an hour with the Lord every morning. And if a mother of 12, especially in her day where the mother carried the main load of the household and all that came along with such things, still could make time and hour to pray. You and I, we can do better. And there's always new impetus given by the Holy Spirit to say, Lord, I, I just feel a greater hunger for more time with you and, and that you make time by, by God's help. Many will look for our time, but the Lord should have first call. Don't you agree? The Lord should have first call. In Luke chapter 9, in Luke chapter 9, we see Jesus going to pray. And I'll go there to Luke 9 in just a second, but I want to start from Matthew 17, which talks about the same thing, but it shows you something that I want to get your attention, and then we'll do the rest from Luke 9, okay? Matthew 17, verse 1. Now, after six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John, his brother. John was the brother of James. And led them up on a high mountain by themselves and was transfigured before them. And his face shone like the sun and his clothes became white as the light. He took with them. Listen, he took up on a high mountain, Peter, James, and John by themselves. You see, friends, the Lord Jesus is looking to take you up into his holy of holies. And have you learned to live there with him and live out of that rich treasury of glory? You see, the Bible says in Proverbs 14, 14, a good man is satisfied from above, lives from above. Or as Colossians 3 would say, set your minds on things above where Christ is seated, who is your right hand, or in other words, is 
your life and you receive your life from him at the Father's right hand. So we need to learn how to live from above. And what I want you, why I want to read it also in Luke 9 is because in Matthew 17, it doesn't say what it says here. So you have different perspectives who give us different things of, what, of the same thing that was happening. It says there, now it came to pass, verse 28, about eight days after these sayings that he took Peter, John, and James and went up on the high mountain to pray, went up on the mountain to pray. And as he prayed, the appearance of his face was altered and his robe became white and glistening. As he prayed, you see, prayer is a place of communion with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, where transformation takes place. It's the Holy Spirit, yes, who works it in us, 2 Corinthians 3, 17, 18. It's the Holy Spirit that transforms us, but it is in the prayer closet. It's in the prayer closet that that transformation finds the greatest experience in our flesh and in our soul and in our spirit. And I find this so important. I mean, I've, I live in this every day and I have to have it. I have to have it. I can't live without it because my living out of his rich treasury of glory is what keeps forming his nature and character in me to be able to love as he loves, to be able to bless as he blesses, to be able to be his representative in this body, on this earth, to the people around me. And so I want to encourage you let your spirit rise with him daily, rising early. Jesus rose early as he went up into a secret place with God. Jesus took with him Peter, James, and John to a place with him in the spirit. Jesus wants to take you and me with him into that heavenly life he enjoys with the Father. He wants you to live in the communion he has with the Father. He wants you to taste and see how amazing it is so it becomes part of your lifestyle to live in that communion of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Colossians 2 verse 9 and 10 talks about that that the same glory Jesus has with the Father, He now also gives into us. Oh, I find these things so phenomenal. Look at Mark chapter 6, verse 45, please. Mark 6, 45. Immediately, Jesus made His disciples get into the boat and go before Him to the other side, to Bethsaida while he sent the multitude away. And when he had sent them away, he departed to the mountain to pray. Jesus here went to go pray in the evening. You can see him praying in Mark 1 verse 35, early in the morning. But here you can see him praying in the evening. And the reason I bring this up, I am not saying that if you don't pray in the morning, you're not going to be holy and anointed. No, maybe you just, you, the only time you can pray is in the evening. Virginia has her prayer time in the evening. I have mine in the morning. And, and it's just the way we are, but that doesn't 
in any form or fashion cause her to be less anointed than I am, that would be silly. The Spirit is equally available to us all. He fills all of us with all of Himself, it says in Ephesians 1.23 and Ephesians 4.13. And so he, he was in the evening praying. When the evening came, the boat was in the middle of the sea and he was alone on the land. And then he saw them straining at rowing for the wind was against them. Now about the fourth, now about the fourth watch of the night, which is about 3 a.m., he came to them walking on the sea. He came to them walking on the sea at 3 a.m. I find most of the nights I wake up at 3 a.m. for a moment. And I've had that for years already. And I just talk to the Lord. I go to the, to the men's room for a moment and I just talk to the Lord and go lay back down and I fall back asleep. And I actually enjoy it. I, I love it. It makes me happy that even in the night, I feel His Spirit watching over my conscience, watching over my soul and keeping me in that holy communion with the Father. I mean, I really need that constant keeping because I don't want to be dreaming about things uh, that, that don't belong in my conscience. I, I want to be constantly aware of His blessed presence. Like David says in Psalm 16, I'm always aware of the Lord's presence for He's always with me. And then look at this in closing. Listen to this. This is an important part of today's devotion. The title is Rising Early to Pray. Psalm 5 is one of David's psalms. And in Psalm 5, verse 1 and 2, Give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my meditation. Give heed to the voice of my cry, my King and my God. For to you I will pray. My voice you shall hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning I will direct it to you and I will look up. For you are not a God who takes pleasure in wickedness and so forth and so forth. Oh, I tell you, but as for me, I will come into your house in the multitude of mercy, verse 7. In fear of you, I will worship. Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness. Make your way straight before my face. Oh, let all those rejoice who put that trust in you, verse 11. Let them ever shout for joy because you defend them. Let those also who love your name be joyful in you. For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous with favor. You will surround him as with a shield. It's a phenomenal Psalm 5. But do you see, he says, My voice you shall hear in the morning. In the morning I will direct it to you. So this is the point I want you to get. The saints of old, like Ian Bounds, Andrew Murray and others, talked, uh, Spurgeon especially, talked about the gained place of intercession. Again, a gained place of intercession. For example, throughout history, for the Jewish people, nine o'clock, 12 o'clock, 3 o'clock with the times to pray. So Jesus was crucified at 9 o'clock in the morning. At 12 o'clock, it became dark. At 3 o'clock, he died. 
nine o'clock in the morning. It's all in the Bible. You can look it up. At nine o'clock in the morning, Pentecost, the Holy Spirit came at nine in the morning. At three o'clock in the afternoon, I think it was, when Peter went into the temple and raised a lame man. So you could see these gained place of intercession. Am I saying to you, you got to pray at nine, 12 and three? No, but you will have your gain place. For me, at 10 till five in the morning, I can feel most every day, it's seldom that it doesn't happen. I can feel the Holy Spirit pulling me up. I can feel it. He pulls me out of a deep sleep and it can be so incredibly strong that if I want to kind of go, Oh, Lord, I only went to bed at two o'clock. I've only had three. No, I couldn't do it. Not after this many years. I couldn't. I have to get up and go pray because I know the price I pay if I don't do it is much higher than the price I pay for doing it. You see, the reward you get out of praying, out of having that gain place with God, where He's moving on you and you're moving on Him and you're in unison together, you're harmonizing. I'm going to talk about that this week. You're harmonizing His heart with your heart, your heart with His heart, your mind with His, His mind with yours, so that you can begin to see what He longs you to see, what He wants to show you. Oh, friends, come on, rising early to have this gained place of intercession. David lived in this. He lived in it. He says in Psalm 63, Oh God, you are my God. Early will I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you in the dry and thirsty land where there's no water. So I've looked for you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory because your loving kindness is better than life. My lips will praise you. Thus will I bless you while I live. I will lift up my hands in your name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness and my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips. Oh, I love these verses. When I remember you on my bed, I meditate on you in the night watches. The night watches, remember, 12 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 3 o'clock, you see, every three hours. (laughs) Smith Wigglesworth said, I never pray much longer than 30 minutes at a time, but then there's not often that I go 30 minutes without praying again. (laughs) And you see, he says, because you've been my help, therefore in the shadow of your wings, I will rejoice. My soul follows close behind you. Your right hand holds me up. The shadow of your wings is that gain place of intercession. Psalm 91 also talks the secret place of the Most High where we abide under the shadow of the Almighty. The word Almighty means all sufficient, capable of being all you need. It's that gain place of intercession. You live in it, you walk in it. It calls you. You don't just call it, it calls you. You can feel it's time in your spirit to seek the Lord. And I close with David's phenomenal psalm, or Martin Luther said Psalm 119 was the psalm of David, and which is good enough for me. He says in verse 147, I rise before the dawning of the morning and I cry for help. I hope in your word. My eyes are awake through the night watches. You see these night watches? 
that I may meditate on your word. Hear my voice according to your loving kindness, O Lord. Revive me according to your justice. They draw near who follow after wickedness. They are far from your law. You are near, O Lord, and all your commandments are truth concerning your testimonies. I've known of old that you have founded them forever. Consider my affliction and deliver me, for I do not forget your law. Please, my, my Plead my cause and redeem me. Revive me according to your word. Salvation is far from the wicked, for they do not seek your statues. Great are your tender mercies, O Lord. Revive me. See that constantly. Revive me according to your judgment. Many are my persecutors and my enemies, yet I do not turn from your testimonies and on and on. I just... Oh, it is so glorious. Consider how I love your precepts. Revive me, O Lord, according to your loving kindness. Revive me, revive me, revive me. You see, when you go into that prayer of that intimacy, Father, I worship you for the grace by which you constantly lift me into that consciousness of you. By your spirit, you make me aware of your love and your presence and power, Father. I love your spirit. I love your calling me up into that holy of holies where I may dwell in this secret place. I may dwell in that comforting rest of your blessed presence. Thank you, Father, that I'm anointed and I'm clothed with that heavenly holy life, with that rest of your blessed presence where you keep me calm no matter what challenges I face because you're in charge. Father, I worship you. You're just communing with Father. You're just loving the Father. Oh, come, let this draw you what you hear today, to have your own time with the Lord because He's waiting for you. Amen. Have a good day.